0: What's up, folks? David Soto Jr. here, and this is the David Soto Jr. Podcast. What's up, folks? Welcome to episode 75 of the David Soto Jr. Podcast. I'm your host, David Soto Jr. I always have to take that breath before I say that, or after I say all that. Oh well, I'm looking at a tote of my skinny clothes. Main mostly pants and wool t-shirts, I think. Before I gained all the weight. The pregnancy weight that hasn't gone away. And our youngest is one. I just noticed that. One little clear tote compared to, you know who. Um I'm not even gonna talk about that because I'm already in trouble for even saying something. Probably, anyways. Today I want to talk about Jesus Christ, Jesucristo. Um. Mm, Maybe not specifically him, but the Bible and religion. First, I want to say is, no, I'm not an atheist. In fact, I believe in God. Probably more so than some religious people. I just don't believe in religion. And so, what I like to do is, Be knowledgeable in everything that I want to, I I don't know, I like to know the truth. I don't like to blindly follow what people say. Some people call that faith. I don't know. I don't think that's faith. Uh, Our country is in a is a mess right now because people blindly follow and bl- and and immediately believe what other people say without doing a little research and finding stuff out for themselves, and then going to the source. Of course, what is is your source reliable? Um. I believe in God, and sometimes. I don't like to admit it. It's a little embarrassing. Because I don't want to be associated with. Those crazies out there who. Make it well known that they believe in God. And that God is their. their uh, that. Whoever their spiritual leader is. Um, is the only way. I don't want to be associated with those people, right? I don't want to say I believe in God and then people assume that I am basically, let's get to, let's just cut to it, an evangelical Christian. Um the most un Christian thing, huh, I'm not going to get into that. Let's just say, uh, okay, I'll just say this. Probably the most unchristian thing a person can do is support uh, Donald Trump. So when I say I believe in God, I even got shit from somebody when my son was born. I said, that man, we are so blessed. Blessed? What do you mean by that? You're not. This is somebody who grew up Catholic and in church. Uh, May have lost his faith. But as soon as I hinted at the fact that I feel blessed and and I feel that God has blessed us with a beautiful baby, he thought that I had turned into some religious freak. And all I wanted to do was express my gratitude for having a healthy baby boy. Um... So don't take all... My point is don't take all this the wrong way. I seek the truth. I seek to better understand. And when I find out things that are contrary to what we've been told, don't think that I'm personally attacking anyone. I'm just revealing the truth. And if that doesn't... If that truth isn't to your liking, it's not my fault. Um, so, where did I get a lot of this truth? Well, over the years, but most recently by, from the book Zealot by Reza Aslan. And uh, <clears throat> Reza Aslan has a master's degree in theology. On top of other master's degrees and a PhD he's very well educated very well spoken when he wrote and researched this book um, he translated the Greek himself so he didn't have to rely on a translation of the uh, translation and interpretation of the Bible he went to the source and read it himself in Greek and translated it Again, very reliable, very edu- well-educated, and very truth-driven. Uh, uh, he try he relays facts as much as he can. He, there is some interpretation, of course, because there are things that are written, or this, this is about things that were happened 2,000 years ago. But after listening to his book again, I listened to it once, learned a lot, listened to it again about a year or two later, just recently, learned even more. And I didn't, the first time I listened to it, I didn't think, I didn't want to admit what I'm about to say, but it, I can't help but think that the whole Bible in the New Testament is mythology it is it just doesn't seem like it could be accurate it seems like it was written to enhance or to fulfill the prophecy after the fact, right? We would need to add, things had to be added to, in order to make Jesus the Messiah, he needed to fulfill a certain amount of, or I guess all of the prophecies. One being that, um, I don't quote, I'm not going to be 100% uh word for word exact I'm going to do my best The king of the Jews was supposed to be born in the land of David Uh Jesus from Nazareth, Mary from Nazareth, Joseph lived in Nazareth but was born in Bethlehem and due to uh, so What the writers of the Gospels had to do was reinforce the fact that Jesus was the Messiah. And one of the things that would reinforce this would be that if he was born in Bethlehem, where Joseph was from. So the census, um, it puts him there, right? Because of the census, uh, Romans called for all people to return. Um, to their homeland or original place of birth, so that they can conduct a census. Well, a census in for Romans means taxes. Um, and one thing the Romans were good at was keeping very detailed records especially when it came to taxes and there's no record of there being a census um, in during this time also if you want to tally and tax people based on their possessions uh, land home and uh, i'd say car but we're not talking about cars Why would you send them to the place that they don't live to assess their taxes? I was born in Gardena, California. I live in Missouri. If you want to tax, if you want me to go to Gardena and say, yeah, I'm here, tax me. How are you going to... Now, in these days, everything's based off my job. Um... But if I were to leave my house and my livestock and things that were worth value, the only things that were worth that the people possessed that were worth any value, leave all that so that I can travel on a donkey, um, it just doesn't make sense. And it, Jesus was probably born in Nazareth and grew up in Nazareth. And it's almost as if the writers of the Gospels had to put him there now I'm not 100% sure which of the four Gospels say what I don't study or research or retain that much information but out of the four Gospels Uh, How many of them even speak of Jesus as a child? I think maybe two of the four go straight to him uh, returning from wherever he was. There's no record of, there's no real record of Jesus up until uh, he showed up in Galilee at the age of 30, more or less. When John the Baptist uh, baptized him. Which, Reza Eslon refers to John the Baptist as Jesus' master. <laughs> because John baptized Jesus. Which is very interesting because I haven't heard anybody say that until... Uh, since I've read... and i never even finished, got close to finishing these, these volumes. But... Paramahansa Yogananda translated the Gospels or rewrote the Gospels according to what he says was Jesus himself. Paramahansa Yogananda was a yogi and he meditated and one day Jesus started coming to him and said that his Gospels, the Gospels have been uh misinterpreted and that he needs him to rewrite them and one of the things that he said Yogananda said was that John the Baptist was Jesus' master in a previous life Um, and they were reincarnated as John and Jesus And there's a story that John leapt in the womb of Anne, his mother, John's mother, when Mary visited, and uh, it's not Anne, Anne was Mary's mother, oh, I forget, but there is a story in the Bible where John was in the womb and leapt when Mary showed up and she was pregnant with Jesus. And that was a reunion of a master and uh, his student. Anyways, I find this all fascinating. And and, I don't, the only thing I want to, I'm not here to dismiss anything except for, I want to know the truth. And even if I can come up with, even if it's not the truth, I want to have my own interpretation. I want to take everything that I can in even if it's from an Indian yogi right um, or a former Muslim turn Christian turn I don't know back to Muslim and Resla it doesn't matter a person's religion let's just take all of this information figure out what is the truth or what makes the most sense and make that our own. Uh, so anyways, there's no real good records of Jesus as, Jesus as a child in his childhood because he was a peasant boy born. If he was the Son of God, and immaculately uh, conceived. Nobody else knew that, except Mary and maybe Joseph. They—it wasn't something that they that anybody else would know. And maybe they told the people around them, but that's just in Nazareth. It's just a small place. That's if they told everybody. Um. But there, who would keep record of a peasant boy's birth and childhood? This is the explanation for why there isn't much about Jesus as a child. Now there is the time where he was in at yeah, twelve, where he was having his big boy discussion um, with uh, high priests and, and and rabbis, and he was so impressive in his discussions uh, in his discussion about uh, scripture and etc the problem is is that there's no uh, Jesus was there's no way that Jesus could read or write he was illiterate Um, there was no schools especially in Nazareth there were no schools if anything that he would learn it would be a trade um, and what we were told is that he was a carpenter. Joseph was a carpenter. He was a carpenter. Ironically, there is no, not very much call for carpentry in Nazareth. Most of the houses would have been built of uh, mud and brick. Maybe some reinforced with wood. Uh, furniture was something that rich people could afford. If it even existed, that's questionable uh, because uh, the what he was—I forgot the word—but that's a word that had to be translated. It was just easier to refer to it as a carpenter. There was a certain word that meant laborer, I think. Anyways, you have to question the accuracy of the Bible. Because the earliest that the Gospels were written, the earliest of the stories of Jesus' life, was written 70 to 80 years uh, after his birth. Jesus died approximately at the age of 33. So we're looking at 40 years after the death of Jesus is when this is the earliest somebody had written now how accurate is this two things none of jesus disciples could read they were fishermen and farmers they were not um educated people also the the gospels were written um, Not 100%. I'm saying this, but I'm not gonna. Most of what I say, I try to say is 100%. But I am not 100% on this. But the Gospels were written in Greek. And Greek is the language of the Romans and of the educated. Uh, Jesus spoke Aramaic. And there's no written, uh, none of the Gospels were written in that language. So there's no proof that any of the disciples that, that uh, there's no way that any of the disciples wrote the gospels, told the accurate, and wrote the accurate story of Jesus. We're looking at we have, to, we have 40 years of word of mouth before somebody actually puts pen to paper or quill to papyrus I don't know 40 years I want you to think back of something 40 years ago and of someone who died 40 years ago and tell me their life story you can go ahead and write it down It just doesn't seem possible that it can be accurate. Now, we've all, no, we haven't all played the game of telephone, but we've heard of it, right? We've heard of the game of telephone where you whisper, sit in a circle and you whisper something to somebody, and then that person whispers it, and it comes all around. By the time it comes back to you, you have no idea uh, it, it, what the person is saying because that's nothing to do with what you said. word of mouth ha, can is, is more than likely going to result in enhanced stories. Which by the time it got to somebody who could start writing this stuff down how much did it change? Um, and then when you want to write about the messiah and you want this person to be the messiah because you believe that he was would you intentionally add some things especially that that would suit um, that would fulfill the prophecies um one of those prophecies would be that uh, the, the Messiah Messiah wouldn't die, right? Jesus died on the cross, he was crucified, the Messiah would not be killed so easily. And so what had to be added was Jesus' resurrection. There's no prophecy, and Jesus does not mention it himself. I know people are going to say that when Jesus was in the temple, and he said, tear this temple down, in three days I will rebuild it. People say that he's referring to himself and his body. Um, that's a reach, but I'll give it to him. But that's the only mention of Jesus saying That he was going to be resurrected. The only mention of it. And part of the... A lot of people got killed. (laughs) For saying that Jesus was the Messiah. Because the Messiah would not have died on the cross. Would not have been able to get killed. And so to say that the Messiah was somebody who is now dead. Or died was blasphemy and people got killed before that so it's not something that so in order to years later in order to rectify this we had to have jesus back to life and that's the resurrection now that is a big deal right um Many different sects of the Christian religion is based on the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. Um, But the chances of that it being mythology and added to the the story years later seem very, very likely. Um, Again, back to word of mouth. Real quick. Passing down stories to enhance the image of somebody, whether it's word of mouth or whether it's just through history. I want to read something. I am not, nor ever have been, in favor of making voters or jurors out of Negroes, nor of qualifying them to hold office, nor to intermarry with white people, There must be the position of superior and inferior. And I, as much as any other man, am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. This is a direct quote out of somebody's speech. Not made up. But when we want to tell a story of somebody and pass it on, it's amazing what we can leave out that quote is from abraham lincoln and you probably did not know that he said that and that's an example of how we want tell the stories of people that we want to look at in this light of, of, of how we want to perceive them we leave out stories, or we do, or we make up stories that portray them in the way that we want to see them. Did anybody know that Abraham Lincoln was a little racist? Uh, that was left out. Another thing about Jesus was that he was animate about preaching his word to the circumcised, meaning Jews, right? He did not want his word spread to Gentiles. Jesus wanted, Jesus was a Jew and wanted to stay a Jew and wanted and was in support, supported the Jewish religion. And if he... was the messiah he wanted to be the messiah for jews and he only he told his disciples to only preach the word to jews he did not come to make an entire new religion based on him he was fulfilling the jewish prophecies Apostle Paul started a whole new religion based on Jesus. He never met him. Um. Okay, one thing I want to say before I finish here is that in listening to uh, Reza Aslan's book. There's one curious thing about it. His whole thing, he doesn't want to debunk everything that he hears or that people believe in or have the have faith. He wants to bring a truth forward. And one of the things that he brought forward that he could not <clears throat> dispel and was openly about is that there's no written proof. Proof. Nowhere does it say, nowhere does anybody dispel or disagree that Jesus did not perform miracles in fact the only thing that is written is that people accused Jesus of performing magic and tricks meaning these events still happened and some people claim for them to be miracles while other people proclaimed for them to be magic meaning there weren't miracles they were just tricks they were just by a magician unexplainable tricks this means this reinforces the fact that those miracles happen with water into wine feeding 500 people with just a few loaves of bread and fish or a few fish and one loaf of bread Uh, healing the sick. There's no denying by anyone that none of this took place. All they did was accuse it of being a trick. Which I am all about. I'm not going to get into quantum uh, mechanics right now. But again, I learned about uh, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But this dude was talking about manipulating um, uh, matter to form whatever you want because everything is made of the same thing. And then I learned about the super strength theory and quantum mechanics. And I'm like, what? Like, Science is backing up what this fool wrote 50, 60, maybe 70 years ago now? I couldn't believe it—the the, the, the connection—and if you were a holy person or connect to God somehow, you would be able to do these things. You would be be able to manipulate. In fact, we can do it ourselves, uh, not as easily. Right, I'm a firm believer of positive thinking, firm believer of affirmations. I've created everything that I've ever wanted by thinking about it and manifesting it. Um, everything I've ever written down in a form of affirmation has come true. We have the ability to create what we want or what we think about not as easily as somebody who is blessed or touched by God, who can see these things. All right. I try to explain to you-know-who about Neo in the Matrix. Once Neo was resurrected, he could see the code. Before, he just saw what the code was uh, uh, portraying, right? He saw a door, he saw a window, he saw... But when he was resurrected, he could see the code itself. And when he could see that code, he could manipulate it to do whatever he want. If a person or a holy person can see that everything around us is just energy and see it as strings or quarks or atoms or whatever you want, if once that person can see that, they can manipulate it, and if Jesus was one of those people, it was no problem to rearrange the molecular structure or to rearrange, rearrange the pace at which these particles are moving at so that they form the illusion that what looked like what was a severed ear was now a repaired ear. Uh, were eyes that could not see, now could see. I'm not denying the existence of Jesus and the fact that he was some form of godly person who had the ability... To perform miracles and to see these things for what see everything for what it really was. Um I think it's fascinating. And there's more I can talk about. Okay. I'm gonna have to end it there. Again, my I'm, maybe I'll continue this next time. I'm going to talk about the uh, location of heaven <laughs> and where heaven is. Um, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe what I don't believe is the man-made stories or the cult or of the rules of what you have to follow and the misinterpretation of Jesus' word. That's what I don't believe. Okay. Folks, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at David E. Soto Jr. Jr. for Jr. David E. Soto Jr. Jr. for Jr. Reach out to me, say what's up. I'll be more than happy to respond. That's it. This is a long one 35 minutes. Peace out, folks. Thank you for listening.